1: What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase. Tonight, the Rams take a big jump in the NFC playoff picture. Plus, some updates on current Rams making history. And later, the Rams look to even the score against a division rival. We preview
0: 49ers at Rams next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on sports War radio
1: what's going on rams family welcome back to ram showcase right here on sports war radio i am your host joe brandon which can and should call me sheriff joe bags laying down the law for you guys tonight a cool show we're gonna get into a lot of stuff tonight i don't want to take up too much of your guys' time i say that same thing every single week i think uh and i i like to think that i'm staying true to it i think we're doing okay at least but uh yeah we'll go uh We'll get into some stuff. All right, we're going to do some some historical updates is what we're doing. We're going to see where current Rams are at as far as uh, the, the records watching, you know, like the all-time Rams leaders and where the current Rams may or may not be at in those rankings and what might they need to do to get a little higher on those lists. We will get into that. Uh, as well as, of course, a, we're going to do a brief look back on last week's game. I normally don't do these, but it was a Monday night game, and uh, it, uh, it was big. In a lot of big ways, it was good stuff for uh, the LA Rams, and then of course uh, we'll be breaking down uh, some uh, playoff updates for you guys, getting into the standings, and then of course on the back end of the show here we'll be previewing Ram, uh, Rams versus 49ers. and uh, it's going to be some good, good, good stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and hop into some news or uh, some. Actually, we're gonna we're gonna do a quick look back first uh, onto this this Rams at Bucks game. That uh went very different from the last Rams a Bucks game, which we are all very grateful for because that one did not go so well, fifty five to forty last year. Uh, this one, different story, twenty seven to twenty four for your final in that one. Uh, I, I want to take a little bit of credit because I was on the Bucks report last week on Thursday. I did a live uh, interview with them, and uh, I-, I had given my score prediction of uh of twenty seven to twenty three Rams. So I will absolutely take it. Um, I I know I was wrong, and technically, I uh, the score went over, so I I'd be out of any running or anything for anything cool. But hey, I almost nailed it. I was one point off, and I'll take that. But uh, more than that, I will take the Rams winning that game and getting in a very good spot to make a real strong playoff push. All right, so this is gonna be some good stuff that we're getting into. Quick look back. Uh, you guys watched the game, I'm sure. If you guys haven't watched it, I'm sure you guys have at least heard about what happened. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about it just briefly. So it was a huge win, a huge, huge win for the Rams. Uh, probably the biggest win of the year. Uh, I would put that one above the the Seattle win as far as just importance and what it did to our season. Rams took over first place, but we will get into that later uh, as well as the playoff picture here in just a bit. So uh, the Rams rushing attack definitely had some trouble getting started, but I think we kind of expected that. I, I think I did. Uh, I think I, I, I feel like I got that through on the show last week is that, that maybe that was going to be a, a, a hard thing to get going, but Good news, Bobby Trees, Cooper Cup, they got it done. So, uh, But first, on on the ground, Rams only had 37 rushing yards. That is not very many, but it just seemed like they couldn't get it going. Uh, my favorite part about it, though, was that the Rams did not abandon the run game, even though it was not working. And that has been a thing that I've been talking about with Sean McVay for the last four years, is that he's just a little quick to abandon that run game, so I'm glad that we didn't see that happen. Tampa Bay, though, only 42 rushing yards, so uh, Rams' rankings went up there uh is uh on the defensive side of the football there so not a lot of running in this game uh but also i mean rams just they were able to get it done through the air so cooper cup woods explode bobby trees and cooper cup absolutely had great games cooper cup had 11 catches for 145 yards a big chunk of those on the very first drive of the of the game did not score a touchdown bobby trees robert woods he scored uh on one touchdown uh he had he had one touchdown 130 yards on 12 catches was targeted 15 times and amazing news that i learned today as i sat down uh, coming home from work uh is that bobby robert woods actually named nfc player uh nfc offensive player of the week with those 130 yards in that score so great day for bobby trees uh he was kind of all over the place it was really fun to watch i i know i know there's a there's Robert Woods is probably one of the more underrated receivers in the NFL. Um, But I think that Cooper Cup might also be. And I I talked about it a couple weeks ago that maybe he needed to try to catch his baby uh, so that his hands could get a little uh, more practice. And I I think it worked. I think think he took my advice. I'm going to go ahead and say that Cooper Cup listens to this show every week and took my advice. Had a baby thrown at him a few times. You can't drop that. So when the football is coming at him, get a little more confidence going. So... Uh, and then, of course, uh, we did have three passing touchdowns from Jared Goff. One of those went to Robert Woods, like we had mentioned. The other one to Van Jefferson, first touchdown of his career. And to Cam Akers, had a receiving touchdown as well. First receiving touchdown for Ram Akers on the, on <laughs> all through the air. So good stuff there. All right, that's the look back. I wanted to talk about this, though, uh, because I saw this video today. I was at work. Uh, I was on my phone. Probably shouldn't have been, but hey, you know, uh, they can't punish me for it now. It's, uh, it's in the past. So, I saw this video. It was tweeted by the the Rams official Twitter page. And, uh, did you guys know, I did not, that the roof of SoFi Stadium can be a screen? I didn't know that. I don't know how I missed that. I followed that construction pretty intense throughout its process. Uh, all the years it took. It felt like a decade to, to build that stadium. Um, yeah, you could watch, like, you could fly into LAX and be like, oh, catch the score real quick. It's on the, it's on the roof. What? That is so cool, guys. I don't, I keep learning things about the stadium. I'm like, this is the best place on earth. There is nothing cooler than this place. So, I, I don't, I don't even have, like, really any more into this. I just, I just wanted to talk about how cool that was. Literally, my note here is, uh, I did not know this, and it has changed my life entirely. Because I'm... I'm not over it yet. <laughs> I'm not over it. <laughs> One bit. Um, let's see here. Uh, we already talked about Robert Woods winning an NFC Offensive Player of the Week, Bobby Trees, and then of course we had a, a winner last week in Leonard Floyd. So let's see how many times we can keep this going. How many consecutive weeks we can get some uh, Players of the Week, some POWs. Uh, Aaron Donald, Johnny Hecker are each in the lead in their position for NFC Pro Bowl voting. If you guys have not voted for the Pro Bowl, make sure you guys go out and vote. Go out and vote. This is the only time that I'll really urge people to vote. Uh, I'm not too political, but this this is some voting I can get behind. The Pro Bowl. I don't watch the Pro Bowl, but I'll absolutely vote some guys in uh, because I like to see where they're at. Let's move on. We got some historical updates for you guys. I won't go too long into this. I don't want to go super insane. Uh, I just want to give some updates. Um, I, I used to do this. It kind of fell off a little bit but I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back in um I'm not going to it's not going to be a super like an every week kind of thing, but whenever I kind of spot them, I want to bring them in. So right now we're going to give a good update and then once I know once I'm following a little tighter, then we'll get into more specifics. Maybe I'll only have one, you know, one update for you guys, maybe two. But right now we're going to get into a uh, a solid chunk of them. Not not a whole lot, but these are the ones that kind of stuck out to me. So Jared Goff is 15 touchdown passes away from tying Norm Van Brocklin fourth all-time in Rams history. Very exciting stuff. 15 more touchdown passes. He could absolutely do that this year, become uh, the fourth all-time leading touchdown passer in Rams history. Robert Woods is 338 yards shy of tying Marshall Marshall Falk for tenth all time in receiving yards. So Bobby Trees could get into the top ten in Rams history in receiving yards uh very soon, especially if he keeps playing like he's he like he played on Monday night. Then that's only like three weeks out that we could see this one, uh Bobby Trees get into top ten. Cooper Cup is three touchdowns away from tying Flipper Anderson twelfth all time in touchdown catches. Aaron Donald is six and a half sacks away from tying tying Leonard Little all time most all time in Rams history just six and a half more to go Uh, that total would be 87 and a half Um, he has had none in the last two games Aaron Donald not even a tackle in the last two games Um, but he's also only 0.5 behind the lead in the NFL and uh, he actually came out I didn't write this down uh, but he actually did come out and said that he's like I'm not playing bad but also, uh, could we get some holding calls? Because uh, I, I know you guys probably watched Monday Night Football, Rams, Bucks. It was a big deal. And Aaron Donald, there was there was that what should have been a fumble. Uh, I, I, I believe it was a fumble, at least. It wasn't called that, so, I mean, whatever. But uh, also, Aaron Donald was getting held like crazy in the end zone. So very worst, if that wasn't necessarily a fumble by Morgan Fox uh, hitting the hand of, of Tom Brady there in the end zone, it very at least should have been called uh holding in the end zone which results in a safety so that's what should have happened it did not uh but it's okay aaron donald's still an absolute monster and let's look take a look at some tackles here donald is 25th all-time in rams history in uh tackles with 235 the guys that he is behind uh number 24 is lamarcus joyner 236 so only one behind him 23 is grant winstrom at 237 only two behind him uh, number twenty-two linebacker Tommy Polly, two hundred and thirty-eight. So uh, Aaron Donald just three tackles behind Tommy Polly all time for the Rams. Twenty-one, Michael Brockers at two hundred and forty-three. So Donald is just nine behind Brock. Uh, of course, Brock is still here. Brock is still getting tackles. He's still notching stats and stuff. Uh, but the reason I use Donald instead of Brock in this situation here uh, is that Brock, uh, Michael Brockers, has played two more seasons than Aaron Donald. That's why I put this in there because Donald's only nine behind, and he's he's like he's been given two years as a buffer. So, uh, if as long as Aaron Donald can uh can average four and a half tackles a season, he can catch up to to Michael Brockers. (laughs) Depending on how many Michael Brockers puts up, we'll see what happens. So, um, all right, shifting gears now. Let's uh hop into some standings. So, um, NFC West standings. It's um it's, it's still a super tight race. It's still extremely exciting to watch. Um, so I'll put it up on your screen for you. we got the LA Rams sitting in first place at seven and three Rams are one and one in the division right now. Number two is the Seattle Seahawks at seven and three. They are two and two in the division, but Owen oh one against the LA Rams head to head third place is Arizona Cardinals at six and four, two and one in the division. Rams have not yet played the Arizona Cardinals. And in last place, uh, is the San Francisco 49ers at four and six, one and two in the division. Rams have already played the 49ers once, of course, lost that game. And that is who the Rams play this weekend on Sunday. Um, it's a, not a large area. We kind of get the, uh, not a great, uh, I guess, uh, area for, for this game, but we'll talk about that in the, the game preview, uh, as far as who's going to be able to watch the game. If you're in California, you can watch the game outside of that probably not is the chance that's that's what i can say is probably not but we'll get into distribution map and all that stuff a little bit later um here when we get into the game preview so uh, let's take a look at the playoff race so i'll slap that on your screen as well and then uh, the rams are sitting in the two seed right now currently hold the tiebreaker over the green bay packers because of the strength of win actually uh so rams just behind the new orleans saints who sit in the one seed at eight and two but drew Brees he is hurt uh, Taysom Hill, he looked pretty decent, I'll be honest, I can't, I can't deny, I can't deny it, but at the same time, dude, his thrown like, just, like, a couple of passes in the NFL before that game, uh, that they played last week, they did come away with the win, uh, but I think that you give a, and in fairness, okay, there's a couple of aspects here that are going on, so, one is the fact that I think that once some defensive coordinators get enough tape on Taysom Hill uh, as of him as a starter, I think some things are going to start to change, and I think he might get reined in just a little bit, all right? So I'm waiting for that to happen, but at the same time, on the flip side of that coin, the Saints have kind of a cupcake schedule coming up. They don't really play anybody that's like, they're like, oh man, they'll probably lose that one. They just don't have any of those games. It's super cupcake. So, uh because of that standpoint, Taysom Hill might get overhyped and I'm not trying to take shots at Taysom Hill. I think he's a decent player, but I just don't see him as, you know, a full-time started quarterback. So I guess we'll see. Uh, I I think that's what the saints are trying to see as well. So how would I know if the saints don't even know? Um, So we'll kind of see how this unfolds, but Taysom Hill playing really, really well in this last uh, stretch of the season, I don't think really tells us a whole lot because they don't really play anybody that, that good. So, That's something to keep an eye on for sure. Uh, Rams' strength of victory is currently third best in the NFC. Number one is Minnesota. Number two is the New Orleans Saints. For those curious, I just kind of put this in here. Uh, If you guys were wondering, if the Rams happen to be in the AFC with all the same teams, you just move the Rams out of the NFC, put them in the AFC, nothing else changes. That's the only change. Rams will be sitting in the four seed. Whatever you guys want to do with that information. Um, So... The New Orleans Saints, we talked about, they're 8-2. Uh, they are at the Denver Broncos, who sit at 4-6. and six. The LA Rams, they're 6-3, and three, need that one win. We can get that number one seat. I would love that uh, against the 49ers, 49ers who are 4-6 and six as well. Number three is the Green Bay Packers at 7-3. and three. They play the 5-5 five and five Chicago Bears on Sunday Night Football. The Philadelphia Eagles, we don't even need to worry about them. So number five is the Seattle Seahawks, seven and two. They are at the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday Night Football. Eagles three and six and sitting in the four seed. What a joke! Oh man, that's a uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to bash the Eagles. I don't have any, any like personal hatred towards the Eagles, but it's um they're three and six and uh do it like in higher seed than a seven and two Seahawks team, seven and four Bucks team, and a six and four Arizona team. So I mean, yeah, I don't know, whatever. I don't make the rules. I just. Follow them, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Um, and then uh, number six, seven, and four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who the Rams just defeated. They take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are nine and one, almost lost again to the Raiders. Though, by the way, that's uh they just the Raiders just seem to match up against the Chiefs. That's really interesting to see that. Arizona Cardinals are at uh, the seven seed at six and four. They are at the New England Patriots, who are four and six. Let's take a look at some transactions before we get this game preview. The Rams did claim outside linebacker Derek Rivers off. Of waivers from the Patriots. He is 26 years old. This is his fourth year in the NFL. He was drafted in the third round by New England. And this is the final year of his contract. Not even a three hundred thousand dollar cap hit, so a pretty low risk uh, here. We'll see what he can uh, bring to our defense. I think he will be inactive, but I've been proven wrong on that guess before, so we will see what happens there. Also, the Rams did sign safety J. R. Reed to the practice squad. He is twenty-four years old. He is a first-year player, undrafted free agent to the Jags out of Georgia. At Georgia, he had five interceptions, three tack or three sacks, excuse me, fifteen passes defended, two touchdowns in his career at Georgia as a bulldog so uh there you go some transactions for you nothing else to report uh no kicker news to report but I want to let everybody know I didn't even write this down here I'm not okay with it (laughs) okay I'm not cool with what's happening here the Rams can't find a kicker that can make his kicks Matt Gay missed a kick we had this conversation me and my friend had this conversation we were watching the game it's like we will let him Because we have all the choices, (laughs) we decide who comes and goes, and uh, like I was like, we're cool with him being the kicker if he doesn't miss for two straight games, and then he missed, and it was like, all right, get him out, get out of here. So that's where we're at right now. Uh, We'll see if Austin McGinnis comes in soon. I'm kind of keeping fingers crossed, man. I I don't know what we need to do to get a kicker who can kick the football through those uprights consistently. I don't know what we need to do about it, but I wish it was happening. So let's see if uh maybe Matt Gay if he is back around uh for this game against the 49ers that we'll talk about here in just one second. Maybe maybe if he's going to be the kicker for that, maybe he doesn't miss. Maybe Austin McGinnis comes in. It's only Wednesday as I'm recording this, Thursday if you're seeing the video, but it is Wednesday today as a like me in person. So we'll see what happens. Let's talk about this game preview. <laughs> That was pretty cool editing, huh? Yeah, all right. So we got the LA Rams taking on the San Francisco 49ers. This game kicks off at one o five p.m. on Fox at LA time. Chris Myers and Brock Hewitt are on the call. We'll take a look at the distribution map, and you see on your screen where it is in yellow is where the Rams will be shown this week. So not a large area, like I mentioned earlier. If you're in California, you're watching this game. If you're not in California, you're probably not, unless you got the ticket or um, like an unlocked fire stick or, you know, so a a website that you get off Reddit or something. I don't know how you guys watch games. It's none of my business. Um I like to just watch on a, on regular TV. Um, you know, we'll see what happens this week because ever all the bars are closing again and it makes me real sad. For so many different reasons, it makes me sad that the bars are closing again. But hey, we will be okay. Some notes on this game. Uh, 49ers cornerback Kawan Williams has been suspended by the NFL for two games for violating the league's uh, substance abuse policy. Some performance-enhancing drugs is what uh, Williams was doing over there. So uh, can't do that. You can't enhance your performance with drugs. And uh, so he's been suspended. And uh, let's see. The, the both of the 49ers I just kind of thought this was interesting uh this is just some good solid info for y'all guys is uh the 49ers two active quarterbacks in this game will be Nick Mullen and CJ Beathard both are uh they are 0-1 against the Rams each of them are 0-1 against the Rams all time Jimmy Garoppolo who is not playing in this game he is uh he is a uh, hurt he's not feeling good uh he is 4-0 and against the Rams all time uh so not awesome there um, I did not see the entire, uh, injury report. I did just catch the Rams. I was a little bit in a hurry, had to make up some time at work. It happens. Uh, so I only put the Rams, uh, injuries for, uh, Wednesday's practice. Uh, Aaron Donald got that veterans day off like he does. Uh, tight end Tyler Higbee did not practice on Wednesday with his elbow injury and Micah Kaiser did not practice as well with a knee injury. So we'll keep an eye on that one as the week goes on. Let's take a look at the matchup on this one. The Rams offense. Uh, total yards uh, definitely doing a pretty good job ranking sixth right now but Forty ers defense is fourth tied for fourth also against the pass Rams are ninth running definitely took a hit uh, over the last week the Rams ranked ninth there as well and the Rams not putting up as many points as you would expect this team to uh, to put up but uh, according to these numbers that you see on your screen the Rams scoring 24 points would make perfect sense uh, but that's not completely how the world works but uh, that would be a route about in par. So uh, the 49ers defense is absolutely nothing to overlook. Uh, they're they're really strong units still. Uh, last time these teams played, the Rams were pretty balanced. 113 rushing, 198 passing, but not explosive. It was just not a cool day. It was one of those games where you're watching it and you're like, we're better than this. What are, what the hell are we doing out here? You know, it just kind of, it was one of those days. So well, hopefully we can bounce that uh, back around. The Rams also four of 12 on third down in that, uh, game. The Rams are, I, I believe it's fifth in the league on third down. I should have wrote, wrote that down, written, wrote. I don't know which one's right. I should have had that on my page, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh, the Rams passing attack definitely looks more on page, uh, than it did, like, than it has all season. Like, last week against the, the Bucks on Monday Night Football, definitely looked more like they were just in sync. Uh, so just 37 rushing yards, though. That's, uh, That's not awesome, but at the same time, we got to see that when absolutely necessary, when the run is being shut down, without abandoning it completely, still utilizing it, even if it's not working, uh, the Rams passing game was able to carry that unit and 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 move the football down and score points as well. Three touchdown passes for uh, for JG. So that's good stuff. I mean, obviously good stuff there. So the best matchup I have in this one is going to be Jared Goff versus that 49ers secondary. Goff should definitely have some more confidence this week uh, coming off of the last game especially with a lack of a run game like i said the rams didn't abandon it which is exactly what i wanted to see but um we, he still was getting it done which is which is awesome i love to see that from uh, from jared um quick sidebar on on jared goff i know a lot of fans are like well you need a new quarterback all this stuff um the memory must be low because we came off of so many bad quarterbacks like he's the best quarterback we've seen since Mark Bulger, if that tells you guys anything. So, um, I don't know. It's it's not Austin Davis. It's not Sean Hill. It's not Case Keenum. I, I don't know what you guys want from Jared. I don't know what he needs to do to make Rams fans even support him. I I, I don't get it. Either way, anyway, Forty uh, Nine ers are still very strong against the pass. Um, they they're ranking fourth. Of course, we we talked about that just a little bit ago. Uh, they are tied for fourth against the pass, but hey, they're getting it done. So uh, it's going to be up to the running game again this week to to at least not abandon it, to, to get that going so that we have a play action to go off of. Because obviously, Jared Goff off play action, one of the better uh, players in the NFL. So let's take a look at the other side of the football, the Rams' defense. So uh, the 49ers' offense is is looking okay. They're we're pretty middle of the road. But uh, Rams' defense ranks first in yards against per game, second against the pass fifth against the run, second in points. This might be one of like, the better defenses that we've seen. The Rams' defense is 100% on fire. It's so much fun to watch. So um, you see the numbers there. Uh, the points being scored here, I mean, under 20 in 2020 NFL. That's amazing. Under 20 points a game give, being given up. The Rams' defense also, these are all against like the, the, the pass here mainly, some passing stats here. Um, but since week four... The Rams are number one in points per game, yards per game, uh, yards per uh, pass, um, passing yards per, yeah, passing yards per game, yards per attempt, yards per play. That's it, it, They're first in like everything since week four. So uh, Rams defense on fire right now. I did want to mention this also, uh, the, the 10 points that the Rams gave up to the to the Buccaneers in the second half on Monday Night Football. That was only the second time this season that the Rams gave up double-digit points in the second half um, to any team. So uh, just the second time. The the first time uh, the Buffalo Bills did score 14 in the second half against the Rams, but that was back in what, what was that week two three? It was a while ago. So either way, though, Rams defense only given up double-digit points in, in the second half in two games this season. If you guys are keeping score at home, the Rams are doing a good job, (laughs) okay? Doing a good job. It's good stuff right now. Uh, The best matchup on this one, uh, most of you guys are going to hate this one. I have the entire offense versus that entire defense. It's going to be the Rams' entire defense versus this entire 49ers offense, and that is mainly because the Rams lost the first game against these guys. So that's something I don't want to see again, but it's all of it, all right? Uh, there's no Jimmy there's no George Kittle we got to get this done all right this is this is an important game for us if the Rams can push to two and one in the division we still got a game against the, the Seahawks coming up uh, we still got two games against the Arizona Cardinals coming up it, it's it's good stuff is what we're looking at here but the Rams absolutely need to lock that in you know what I mean So uh, this one, we're going to see a lot in this one. The game planning is going to be very important. What did Brandon Staley see from that first game that makes him and all of us and all the players know that we can stop this offense? Even though it's not Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle had over 100 yards. uh, He had seven catches for over 100 yards in the first game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo had three touchdowns, no picks against the Rams in the first game. Those guys are out. So we need to be able to shut down guys like Nick Mullen. I mean, he's never—he didn't beat the Rams. I would say never. He, we played him once uh, as a starter. So uh, we just need to be able to shut that down, and we need to be able to prove that not only is it, not only can McVay defeat this this Shanahan style. I don't know what it is. It seems like Shanahan's just got McVay's number, uh, but we need to, to prove also that uh, that this division is hours. You know, I feel like this, like even though this is the last place team in the NFL. Uh this the team in or not the NFL, the NFC West. Um but it is the team that has beaten the Rams so far that it was one of those games cuz it's hard to like okay. We're going to go back a little bit. So the, the the Bills game, a lot of people attribute the the loss. I mean, the Rams did stop the Bills on fourth down. Unfortunately, we got called for pass interference. It shouldn't have been, but hey, it happens. Rams fans in my opinion are not allowed to complain about missed uh, pass interference calls, it's just the it's just the rules now. And then you look at the Dolphins game; it was an eleven point loss for the Rams, but we handed them twenty one points. So that should have been really, in my mind, a ten point win for the Rams. We outplayed them. And then the the Forty Nine ers that was the one game, the one game that uh, the loss that I can look at and say, like we just got outplayed. We we were not good enough that day. The Bills probably should have won that game. That game probably should have ended on that on that fourth down play. The Dolphins should not have handed them 21 points, punt return for a touchdown, a defensive score, uh, another return to like the one Tua didn't have crap for passing. He had like 83 yards. The Rams outplayed them. But the 49ers game is the one game that you can look at and say, we just did not get it done that day. So that's why I think this game is extremely important for that reason that we need to be able to prove that, yeah, we had the bad game against them. Now flip it around. Now I don't even just want to see the Rams win this game. I want to see them absolutely like light up the Forty ers Who knows if that'll happen? And I'll take the win either way uh, if if the Rams can pull it off. But uh, it's, that's that's the biggest thing for me in this game is is that one that one Rams loss is the one we're looking at where it's like oh gosh that was like that was just not our day, just not our day. Uh, of course the Dolphins that wasn't our day either, but we handed them twenty one points. Um so. Uh the fortnighters still beat up at running at running back, and they do have Nick Mullen, but it does look like mostert might be back in this game he was kind of carving us up before he got hurt in that first game against us and uh, let's see here um. Yeah, I already talked about all that stuff. Uh, the defensive McVay over there, Brandon Staley, uh, looks like to be boy wonder. I've I've got Rams fans already talking about like, wait, we need to be careful. Somebody's gonna poach him as head coach. I don't think he's head coach uh, material yet. I think he will get there, um, but I don't think he's gonna get a, a flyer on a head coaching job after being a position coach for so long. Uh, it, like, be he was an outside linebackers coach for the for the Broncos last year. Now he's the Rams defensive coordinator, doing a very good job, but also I think that, that other teams and and this is kind of what I was trying to address to to some people in in a Facebook group that i'm in uh that that were mentioning this is is I don't think that just because the rankings are high and the Rams defense is absolutely crushing souls right now. I don't think that that says that he's going to be a head coach next year. I just I don't. I think that there's there's guys in line ahead of him. You know, uh, Bianami is one of them. Uh, Sala uh, from the Niners. I think he would be ahead of Staley at this point, especially Sala. And this is this is kind of my point: is Brandon Staley's got some absolute studs to work with on on defense. He's got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Those guys alone, you can build an entire defense off of. You can just have those two players and kind of fill in the rest and be a decent defense. So of course the Rams have other playmakers, other awesome guys. Leonard Floyd's playing great. Darius Williams is amazing. Uh, we know that what some of these guys can do, uh, John Johnson's obviously killing it. Uh, Terrell Burgess comes in and just is is an absolute monster. So um, we're, we get, we got to also think about that aspect of it is Staley's got some absolute studs to, to work with back there. So, um i i don't think he's doing a bad job and i don't think that that's the only reason he's succeeding i just kind of think that we need to take that into consideration is that yeah he's also like he's a very good coach but he's also he's got some rock stars playing for him so uh, i don't think he's necessarily up for head coach right now i mean this is his first year as a dc so uh sometimes for dcs it takes them a while to uh, to get bumped up you know I, I we've we've obviously seen it happen uh some some guys who are defensive coordinator for just a short time and they get bumped but uh, I don't, I don't necessarily see it with Staley. I think we got him for a little bit. So brief history on this one, and then we'll wrap it up here. Uh, so the 49ers do lead the all-time series 72, 67, and three. The 49ers have won the last, uh, three of the last four, or no, excuse me, read that wrong. The 49ers have won the last three and four of the last six went to the Niners. So, uh, hopefully McVay can turn that around. It seems like the 49ers are one of those teams that he just struggles against, um, And then uh, the most recent game was obviously this season. That was a 24 to 16 victory uh, for the 49ers. And that was on the 18th of October, just last month. So not that long ago. I do want to mention this as well. Uh, I just thought this was kind of a cool stat. I did not write it down here, um, but I do want to let you guys know that uh, with the win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Sean McVay and Jared Goff combo have defeated every NFC team in the NFL. Uh, we have not yet reached the AFC, but I know the first two seasons for the, for McVay, he swept the AFC. I'll have to look into that. Maybe we'll go over that next week or uh, maybe when we're talking about the the Patriots and or Jets game or something. We'll go into uh, McVay versus AFC, and uh, we'll we'll get those numbers locked in for you guys. But that is going to do it for me. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. This episode, the video version, is, of course, coming out on Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are all enjoying your family time. If you guys already did it, if you guys already had the dinner, I hope you guys are sitting there in a food coma. If you guys are about to eat, I hope you guys enjoy something. Just give me a little cheers. uh, uh, Just toss up a beer and be like, hey, this one's for you, Sheriff, and then, uh, you know, chug it. Don't just take a sip, just chug it, down it, um, and then uh, I'll do it, too, at just some random time. We'll be like, hey, is this is for you guys, is this is for you listeners, and then I'll slam it, because that's how we do it, all right? <laughs> it's going to be some good stuff. Hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. We only get two games. Uh, Steelers and Ravens was postponed to Sunday. I had some, uh, some of the 19 running through uh, one of those teams. I can't even remember who it is. So we get uh, two not-great matchups, Texans and Lions, and then we get the, uh, uh, what is the other one? The The... We get the Cowboys versus football team, so that'll be that'll be a football game. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't want to say it'll be a good game because I don't think it will be. I don't. <laughs> but either way, the winner of that game of the the football team versus Cowboys, they will uh, at least temporarily take first place in the NFC East. So we got that. But uh, the Lions and uh, Texans will be watching that one as well. That's what, that's I'll be listening to that one as I'm driving up to Denver to see the fam. So uh, we'll be doing that on uh, on my Thanksgiving. Got to come back though. Got to work on Friday. Got to my my bills don't get paid unless i my butts in that chair over at the office. So we got that going for us. Hope you guys all, though, have an amazing Thanksgiving. We've LA Rams taking on the 49ers this Thanksgiving week on Sunday. By then, I'm hoping you guys are wrapping up a long weekend. You just got to relax and watch the Rams beat up on some Niners, all right? So it's going to be some good stuff. Thank you guys so much for chilling with me tonight. I appreciate you guys more than you know. You guys have no idea how much I appreciate y'all. So thank you guys very much for being here. That is going to do it for me, though. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.